All jokes aside, this is the environment that's been set up here in this jurisdiction for you to go out and make money. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Let's get into this right quick. I don't want to get religious on you, but in some instances, we got to use the book. Greetings, right? Greetings, because in the greetings, book, there's tools greetings. for us to be abundant and wealthy, right? Numbers 33, 53. It's a commandment, right? This ain't something that we just play with. It's a commandment. It's a mandate. Possess the land. This is God's word, right? Possess the land. For some of y'all that are believers. And, and check, check out the language. And you shall take possession of the land and live in it for I have given you the land to possess this is God's word man this is his word but we tenants we renting oh Dr. Anderson my credit yo God just said to possess the land <laughs> in, the, in the Torah in the Jewish benevolent law right the Jews believe this is their religion they believe it's an abomination to be a tenant this is their religion it's a religion Imagine if every Sunday, right, black folks was being taught this. You was being taught this. Bring your tie to the storehouse. <laughs> I gotta take care of the building fund. <laughs> I need to pay half gas from a plane. <laughs> Yo, it's very simple. Possess the land. Like if we was being taught this, we'd be in a whole different ballgame right now, man. Talk about it. Let's get to work. Anybody heard of the usdebtclock.org? Yes. This is where we start, right? Talk about racism, white supremacy, and all this other stuff. That ain't going nowhere, right? Running around talking about fight the power and all this stuff. We need some money. <laughs> no, serious, man. I'm not knocking that. I think that's important. Brothers call me Hashim Zinger. Peace to Hashim, brother. I hope you get better. But when Baltimore went down, brother calls me, hey, brother Dave, brother Dave, we need you to come to Baltimore, brother. We need you to sing that black economics hand. I was like, huh, why do I gotta go to Baltimore? <laughs> the people in Baltimore, if they would've owned the land, wouldn't nobody be shooting nobody in the back five times. Freddie Gray wouldn't have got capped five times in the back. Come on, man. Cause when you own the land, guess what? You paying taxes into two things, the educational system and what? Law enforcement. Negroes own the blocks. Law enforcement ain't running up into your house like what? They on your payroll. But because don't nobody black own nothing in Baltimore, Police do what they want to do, right? So it's a di dichotomy in the relationship and engagement between law enforcement, which is totally on black folks. I ain't going to Baltimore. I ain't got nothing to say to Baltimore. I'm, 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 I'm sad that that happened, but ain't nobody really trying to do black economics correctly. You got to own something. White men ain't coming at you crazy when you own stuff. Come on, man. They can say whatever they want. You got to own something. So I say all that to say, when we go to the U.S. debt clock, and I, is this thing on the internet? Mm-hmm. All right, well, look, this is what's important here. The United States national debt is $20 trillion. $20 trillion. $20 trillion. When Obama was in office, I remember this because we went to the Norwood twice. It was $9 trillion. $9 trillion. So in eight years, and this was all during the Obama administration, right? This ain't Trump. Because it just turned to 20. Trump didn't do this. During the old 
administration, we went from $9 trillion to $20 trillion. Now, for some of y'all that are in government, because, you know, we got naval bases and army installations here, you know that standard governmental accounting principles is different from standard accounting principles. Y'all know that, right? Right. So that means the government don't have to put everything on their balance sheet, right? So taking that into consideration, it's not really $20 trillion. It's more like $80 trillion. Teacher ain't teaching you this. <laughs> at Georgia State University. They get a check, right? So what does that mean? Don't worry about it, it's cool. What this means is that when you divide the 360 million Americans that are living in America by the $20 trillion, that means that everybody that you see here, oh, thank you, Blair, the debt rate per citizen is $62,000. But wait a minute, every, that's considering if everybody pays their taxes. Everybody ain't paying any taxes. Only a third of that 360 million or 320 million is paying taxes. So really, debt to the taxpayer is 169,000. That's before the mortgage, that's before the student loans, before the car note, before the, they call it structured payments, but in court it's really child support. Before all of that, everybody is down 169,251 and the number's only going up. The government doesn't have a plan for this. <laughs> they telling you about racism and white supremacy, right? <laughs> Don't nobody got a plan for this, right? This is an emergency. School systems and colleges should be training on how to create jobs. They should be having entrepreneurial incubation systems to create jobs to address this. This can't sustain itself in the next 10 years. This, what I'm telling you is that this country cannot sustain itself in 10 more years. It's impossible. So, the choice is now, you have to have some resources to put your family on a jet. <laughs> and, you know, it used to be go to Puerto Rico. We can't even do that now, right? Because the white man manipulated the weather. And, you know, you know what happened with that. So we got to go somewhere else, right? We gonna go to Africa, we gonna go to Egypt. How many of us have passports? How many of us are doing business with other governments? How many, how many of us can ensure our safety in other countries? When I touched down, I went to this place called Nubia and they called the uh, Department of Tra Antiquities and, and uh, Travel and Tourism, excuse me, called. They said, we couldn't go, because we were going to South Sudan almost, or just Sudan and then South Sudan. They said, after 6 p.m., tourists, cannot go without a detail. I was like, yo, what's this about? Terrorism? He was like, no, it's no terrorism. Bandits. So I gotta pay, right, to have armed guards travel after 6 p.m. <laughs> How many of us can handle that? Right? That's real talk. I'm not making this up. So I say this to say, we gotta start doing things differently. And if you own a job, it's okay. Can work the nine to five, but you gotta start investing. You can't just be down with one stream of income. Who does that? The book says Solomon has seven streams of income, at minimum, seven. We got one stream of income? Come on, man. Only black people subscribe to this foolish way of thinking and think that we're gonna get out of our situation. We have to do something different. If you're working a gig, invest. 
What do you invest in? Real estate. All right? If you know that you ain't going to be on the plantation, like myself, and you know you don't want to check in, well, you better <laughs> figure out a way to make some money. Your wife ain't going to let you run out here and play entrepreneur Negro, and then you come in at home, you ain't got no money. And life is out. She can't get her hair and nails, dude. Come on, man. She ain't trying to hear that. So you have to figure out ways to make it rain. And you can't become a rainmaker. It's a wrap. Let's talk about this, because this is where we are right here. This is very important. Everybody know about this, right? We in Virginia. Let me tell you about Virginia. The slave code of 1705. This is not a history lesson. I'm not saying, I thought we came in here to learn about real estate. You're talking about Jesus and you're talking about the slave codes. What's this boy doing? Lord help Jesus, take the wheel. Number one, this is the slave code. This is the white man ensuring racism and white supremacy. Check this out. Establish new property rights for slave owners. Right? We wasn't even considered human beings. We was considered property. And the man was like, yo, we got to establish protocols for the slave owner. That's nuts. Think about this, class. Number two, allow for the legal free trade of slaves with the protection of the courts. Come on, man. They can do whatever they want. And if you jumped up and had something to say about it, guess what? They was going to railroad you anyway. Number three, prohibited blacks from owning weapons. Man, listen, I, ain't, I grew up in New York in the Bronx. My mama was like, yo, you better not have a gun. You selling that crack rockers? You selling that crack rockers? You better not be selling, because I'll kill you myself if you selling That was my house. When I got to Atlanta <laughs> and I started having run-ins, with real Nazis? Man, I've got vests, I got AR-15s, I got all kind of crazy stuff. I was like, no way. I'm not getting caught out here. And now, dude, the Range Rover make a bulletproof edition? <laughs> Let's figure that one out. Weapon systems. Black people should have, especially black men. And you got a family, you better have a shot, at least a shotgun in the house. At least, protect your family. Number four, whites could not be employed by blacks. I love hiring white folks. They don't even let them know who's behind everything. Oh, I love it. They think that they're part of something. I'm lost. Empowerment house is great. Awesome. Do you work here? Oh, I just love the atmosphere. It's just exciting. Who's the owner? That dude. Oh, God. I quit. I love it pumps the blood. <laughs> Five, allows for the apprehension of suspected runaways. Now that was the snitch, right? These are the codes, man. All jokes aside, this is the environment that's been set up here in this jurisdiction for you to go out and make money in. <laughs> and most importantly, what we didn't talk about is that black folks could not own land. Now this is the part I don't understand. With all of this going on in Virginia, right? They telling you, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. One aspect of the slave code is that blacks couldn't own land. And how, how can we be renters? I mean, I understand things get crazy, you gotta transition, divorce, all this type of stuff, but not for 40 years. Come on, man, 40 years you renting? Come on, who does that? But you want some empowerment. 
You want some economic freedom. That has to change, man. Reparations, 40 acres in the mule, they didn't give it to us. So here's my philosophy. It must be taken, right? And I'm not trying to incite violence because you know, the feds is watching. They're trying to find out, is this a black, what do they call it now? The uh, black terrorist organization? What's black and honest? <laughs> We're not black terrorists. <laughs> We're an educational company that's trying to teach African-Americans on how to build wealth, economic development and wealth. There you go. It must be taken. You can't sit here and argue your 51 books on the high court and think that they're going to give you something. They're not going to do it. There's too many instances where Africans have tried to argue these cases and lost. You want some reparations? You want some uh, some pain and suffering, as they call it, when you get your check? Oh, I got a hit. You got to get my check. You got to get it. It's got to be taken. And the quickest way to do that is through real estate. Go in there, strip that equity, get your 40 acres and the mule back if you really want it. I want my 40 acres and the mule. I, man, I want 100 acres. Did anybody read this right here? Who owns land? Huffington Post? Anybody seen this article? Horn assignment. If you haven't, you got to go to Google tonight. Type this in. This is the most important article for blacks in America right now. Article written in the Huffington Post says, who owns the land? Ted Turner. Everybody know Ted Turner, right? Built CNN back in the 80s. It ran through the 90s. He sold it like early, like 99, 2000, something like that. The time Warner had this big merger. He got paid. You know what he did with his money? He bought land. The fool bought like 10 million acres of land. There's only 562 million acres of land in the United States. This white man bought 10 million of it. Think about that. Do you know what else? Ted Turner is a billionaire, not from his dealings with CNN. He's a billionaire in assets. He's a real estate billionaire. That's crazy, right? And then it goes on to say that five white men, this is the most important piece in this article. Five white men collectively own more land in America than the 42 billion black people who live in America. Let me break that down. 42 million blacks in North America. Collectively, all the black people in America, collectively, only own eight million acres of land. Only. They didn't even take into consideration CARICOM and the 33 Caribbean nations of Africans trapped on Caribbean islands, of which there's 48 million. They didn't even take that into consideration. They just said, Negroes in America. That's nuts, man. That means that we can't even control our food supply. We can't even control our water source. We don't have nothing. So we don't gotta worry about them moving on us. <laughs> we don't own nothing. We can't even respond. That's the problem. All right, I don't wanna get all religious, but I gotta tell you this. I'm trying to drill this point down. Deuteronomy 618, possess the land. Listen to the language. You shall, this is very important class, you shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord so that it may be well with you and that you may go in and possess the good land in which the Lord swore to give to your fathers. This is a right, man. It's a mandate. It's a mandate. How we don't own no land? Black men, how we don't have no titles? 
ain't talking about mortgages. That's the farce we're going to get into that. I ain't talking about security deeds backed by the bank that's been hypothecated and sold on the second and tertiary markets. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about real hard assets in your safe. That should be a part of manhood. Like, you shouldn't even be a man until you have some type of warranty deeds. It should, it should be a mandate. Let's look at where we are. Here's the recession. It's getting real now. I see the faces. Racial, ethnic wealth gaps have grown since the Great Recession. Let's talk numbers. We ain't gonna talk about hypothetical and esoteric situations. Let's talk about where we are. White folks. Whites' net worth is 13 times greater than blacks. 13 times. They coming in at $141,000. 141. Where's the black folks at? Where the Negroes at? 11,000. I wanna cry. I'm not fun. I'm not playing. Check this out. This, this, this is a mind bender, right? How come the teacher ain't teaching this? Y'all taking out student loans to go get knowledge. Teacher ain't telling you this. Come on, man. Look at this. White net worth is 10 times greater. Right? 141,000. Now, our Hispanic brothers and sisters, right? Check this out. They at 13.7. So, get this. It's something to be said, right? Because in the 80s, we were still at like 20, 30, 30 million, right? But our Latino, our brown brothers and sisters don't believe in birth control and all this other stuff like Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger and uh, whatever the lady's name is be pushing on us. And Rand, that's what I was trying to remember. Margaret Sanger and Rand, they started Planned Parenthood, if you didn't know. Uh, major eugenics, major clans woman, major against the depopulation of black women. Or not against four. Ann Rand, Marcus Singh, look that up if you don't know what I'm talking about. So our brown brothers and sisters are smart enough not to buy into as much as we did Ann Rand and Marcus Singh, right? So they pulling their resources. They like, yo, if we have the babies, it's cool. Huddle up, two people in the bed. Negroes ain't doing that no more. We like, yo, abortion, kill it. That's what we doing, right? So they like, nah. So what does that allow them to do? Build more wealth. So they up another two Gs, 25. Technically, they're just really getting here in the past 20 years. We've been here. That's, that's, that's crazy. Let me show you what's going on with household incomes. Blacks versus whites. White folks, household income, 71,300. Black people, 43,000. That's the difference of almost 30 Gs. You know what you can do with that? You know what you do with 30 G's? I get a vegan chef. He go to Whole Foods, Harris Teeter, Aldi, instead of Piggly Wiggly, right? <laughs> Come on, who's doing that? Kroger's, right? You got an extra 30 G's, somebody is cooking the food. You ain't, they can do the food prep. They can go on Sundays and go to the farmer's market and buy the stuff and bring it home and prep it for the week. 30 G's? Come on, man. That means we're not acting crazy. That means we have a different level of food coming into the house. We can think differently. That's powerful, man. Who owns their homes? Check this out. Y'all got to see this, man. Because when you keep seeing this stuff, this is going to make you change. Putting your fists up in the air talking about whatever our shop is talking about ain't going to do. You seeing this is going to make you be like, dang. Dr. Anderson was talking about something. 72% of whites own their own homes. For, I don't even think it's 43%. This comes from the Pew Research Study. This ain't me. This is Pew. This is the authority, right? Supposedly. 
Now, this is the part that's crazy. Black incomes are up, right? Meaning we making money, we ain't broke. But the wealth is, oh, wow. Well, what's the problem here, Dr. Anderson? I can tell you exactly what the problem is. We buying iPhones, we buying red bottoms, Manolo Blondes, we getting weed even out here. Oh, you want the weed, the Remy, uh, Milky Way, you want a Cambodian Malay, we have for you, old black woman. You come see me on first and 15, you bring me your money. You know, you'll bring me all your money, a black woman will bring it to me. I go, I bring all my family, I bring my mother, my father, brother, sister, I bring all family members here, cause you black woman help to finance this. Thank you so much, a black woman, thank you. Wow. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. I love y'all. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying this is what's going on. It's called Koreanomics. It's a book. Read it. <laughs> they, they, they committing to it. Right? <laughs> our incomes are up, but our wealth isn't. So that means that we got to what? Redirect. Where we're putting our income. Land. Hello? I'm just saying, man. I'm going to keep hitting on this point. Now, y'all know who this is. I don't want to turn this into a political assassination. He's already done that himself. But his story is to be noted, if you don't know the story, right? Growing up in New York, anybody know who this is? It's his father, Major. Just heard in the book that God gave us land for our fathers to be passed down for generations to generations. People say, oh, I want the abundant life that the Lord is talking about. I'm waiting on abundance. Lord Jesus, give me the abundance. God already told you what abundance is about. Here's the land for your fathers. What's happening here, people? They having a conversation. You know what those are? Those are projects, man. Fred Trump got some money. He was a carpenter, right? He got some money from the government on a high level, and they came up with these projects. And they started financing projects and started building all the PJs in New York. This is his story, right? They were slumlords, okay? Slum to the slum. And a black woman took them to court on the highest level. Somebody said earlier about the Fair Housing Act. Fair Housing Act was started because of their practices of Fred Trump. And a black woman in New York City pinned them to the cross on federal level and won. That's the history of the Fair Housing Act here in America. They had to enact laws to protect black people who were tenants in New York City. That's how vicious these people were. And they did it through real estate. That's the history of who your president is, right? So think about this conversation. Donald, one day, you can own all this. You can be the president. I swear to God, that's what they were talking about. Yo, listen, look at that, man. Donald, you know, you can be something. One day, you can be the president. All you gotta do is own something. Now think about how many black fathers Miss out on transferring that type of knowledge to their sons, but they can't on that level because they don't own nothing. That's 40 years ago. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram, and then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black.
phenomenal. phenomenal.